0: It must have been intimidating to stand on the banks of the river that day. I would have been intimidated, if not outright terrified. Facing the water in front of the crowd, feeling the pressure of expectations that Cousin cousin John had been building up for weeks, knowing that this was a step that could not be undone, a display that would make the journey spiral far out of control for better and for worse. I haven't felt many individual moments with quite that fine of a point, but I have felt the weight of moments of consequence. Interviews that would make or break a career, conversations that define a relationship, (laughs) signing your life away at the bank, stepping towards a family crisis or simply being present while the waves crash around you. Moments of making a commitment, accepting responsibility, or breaking faith in search of something better. Moments when you have to choose, will you move forward into the water or will you stay on the riverbank? In his moment, Jesus moved into the water. The symbolism of that movement has never been entirely clear. We don't know exactly what Jesus the Christ thought he was doing in choosing to be baptized. Perhaps he was purifying himself in preparation for the journey ahead. Perhaps he was walking the path of Moses in the Red Sea, embodying the whole history of the people of Israel in himself. Perhaps he was setting an example for his future followers, demonstrating the way of righteousness. Perhaps he was making a political statement, enacting an inauguration, declaring the beginning of a new kingdom over and against the empire of Rome. Perhaps all of the above, we don't really know what Jesus was thinking. Christians have long clashed over the meaning of this moment and what as Christ followers it is calling us to do. But what happened next is as clear as day. Jesus saw the heavens opening and the spirit descending on him like a dove Then a voice came from the heavens, you are my beloved, my own, on you my favor rests. Okay, so maybe the heavens opening and the spirit like a dove pieces are still a little bit cryptic, but a voice from heaven, that's kind of like the platonic ideal of clarity. Listen to what it says. You are my beloved, my own, on you my favor rests. This one is of me. That's the meaning of the Greek idiom, son of mine. You are my offspring, made in my likeness. Who I am is who you are. You are my beloved, and I am so pleased with you. In this moment, when Jesus laid everything on the line, when he stepped into the water of life, he heard the voice of God confirming his identity, approving his being, reminding him of who he is and where he came from. You are my beloved, my own. What do you hear when you step into the water of life? In those life-defining moments, ready or not, big or small, chosen or forced upon you, in those moments when you're up to your neck in the waters of life, what voice do you hear? Do you hear the voice of God, the very source of all that is resonating within you. You are my beloved, my own. Who I am is who you are, and I am so pleased with you. That voice of God was not only speaking to Jesus, but to all of us, to each of us. I know that can get lost in translation and theological complications, but that's the core of Jesus' life and teachings. You are all God's beloved. That's what Jesus meant when he said that I am the vine and you are the branches. This is what he was talking about when he promised that his spirit, God's spirit, would live in us and among us. This is what he meant when he promised that one day his disciples would understand that I am in my creator and you in me and I in you. This is why his followers called themselves little Christs, the body of Christ, the children of God, adopted into God's family. This is how Jesus' disciple John summarized his message. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. You, as you are, are born of God. You are God's beloved in whom God is well pleased. Full stop. Now, I know some of us are wondering how that can be true when we haven't done anything to deserve God's love. Surely there's some level of success that we need to attain, some standard we need to measure up to before we can earn that kind of love. Some of us think, well, this sounds great, but how can we know for sure that it's true? We really maybe shouldn't trust it. We should play it safe, stick to the middle, make a backup plan just in case this isn't reliable. Some of us would rather believe that we don't actually need God's love. I mean, yeah, we we know we do, but realistically, we can get get by just fine on our own. We're already doing it. Thank you very much. Some of us just trust this naturally. We feel it in our gut, so much that we just wanna cozy up in it like a comfy couch. Let's hang out here for a while. I mean, we could do all kinds of stuff with love like this, but why risk the waters of life when it feels so nice right here on the beach. Some of us, well, we're gonna to need to think about this for a while. We'll need to analyze this proposition for logical fallacies, play it out to its logical conclusions. When we fully understand it, then we can accept it, but until then, well, let's keep it distant, keep it hypothetical. And some of us feel like this sounds exactly like what we've been longing to hear, to be beloved, but, That feels too good to be true. I mean, surely this can't be true of everyone. We feel like we need to prove that we are unique and special in order to warrant God's love. Or some of us think that this kind of love is possible, but come on, realistically, we're not quite there yet. Just a few more things that we need to take care of, a couple of projects we're working on, maybe get some extra credit, then we'll be good enough for this. Some of us think that this sounds great, but this does sound like how life is meant to be, but let's not sit with it for too long because it would be awfully painful if this turned out not to be true. Let's just enjoy the moment and move on to the next thing. And many of us want to believe this, but surely love like this can't be free. Great love comes with great responsibility. We need to show this love. We need to earn it by serving others. I mean, if we don't show our love by working for others, then what use are we? Most of us are highly skilled at deflecting this message that you are God's beloved. I mean, I just listed what? Seven, eight, nine different ways to doubt that this is who you are. But I'm not in your head or your heart. Maybe you have different voices different feelings warning you not to trust this. And that's okay, you're not alone in your skepticism. Even Jesus heard those, vo- those thoughts and voices of doubt. Right after this proclamation at his baptism, clear as day, voiced from heaven, Jesus went out into the wilderness in a season of temptations and struggles, facing the, dar- the darkness that tried to convince him to abandon his calling. I don't suppose any of us will ever be entirely free from the voices that tell us not to trust it, that God's love is conditional, that we'll never measure up. That's the function of baptism, one of the big ones, to serve as a permanent reminder of at least one day when we heard the voice of God, when we believed what it said about who we are. Not perfectly, of course, but enough to choose to be baptized, enough to stand or kneel in front of our friends and family and let the pastor push us down into the water or pour lukewarm to cold water over our heads. On that day, on this day, we choose to trust. And not alone, never alone. On this day, we gave and received the pledge of communion with the Church of Jesus Christ. We are part of the whole body of those who choose at least some of the time, to believe that God so loved the world, all of us, each of us. This is where we belong. This is where we find and make meaning, where we find and give purpose. This is where we remind one another of what is often easier to see in someone else than in ourselves, that we truly are who God says we are. Today we celebrate the ritual of baptism with David and we welcome other new members through transfer from other churches. These ceremonies represent a lot of different things, depending on where you're standing, where you're coming from. They have meanings that will no doubt grow and change with time. Underneath all of that, I hope that today will be one window of time when you see the heavens opened, when the presence of God is made manifest among us. And even though only one of us is gonna have the waters of baptism poured on his head this morning, know that this message is meant for each of you as well. I don't know what riverbank you're standing on today. I don't know whether the water looks calm and inviting or strong and wild. Sometimes we choose the water, sometimes the water chooses us. When you do pass through the water by choice or because the waves break over you unbidden, may you know that this is the way into God's presence. May you hear the ancient voice the source of all that is resonating within you, declaring about you, this is my child, my beautiful creation. This one is my beloved. And that, as the poet Jan Richardson writes, is where we begin. If you would enter into the wilderness, do not begin without a blessing. Do not leave without hearing who you are, beloved, named by the one who has traveled this path before you. Do not go without letting it echo in your ears. And if you find it hard to let it into your heart, do not despair. That is what this journey is for. I cannot promise this blessing will free you from danger, from fear, from hunger or thirst, from the scorching of sun or the fall of the night but I can tell you that on this path there will be help. I can tell you that on this way there will be rest. I can tell you that you will know the strange graces that come to our aid only on a road such as this, that fly to meet us bearing comfort and strength, that come alongside us for no other cause than to lean themselves toward our ear and with their curious insistence whisper our name, beloved, 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 amen.